0: People said you deserve this, but the cliche goes that this industry owes you nothing because if it did, I would have won this tournament five times over now. Hell, I won the IWGP junior heavyweight and the junior tag team championships at the same time in 2021. But people look down on it because the crowd couldn't cheer, they say it doesn't count. What else do I have to do to make people pay attention to what I do? I said it's no good being the MVP of this tournament if you don't win the whole fucking thing, and I stand by that because I need to put my name at the top of the world's competitors. And the reason I do that is for unselfish reasons. I come from a country that gets forgotten about. All the time, very few have slipped through the cracks and made it at the top of pro wrestling, but there should be more. But because of where we are in the world, we're so far away from everything else, no one pays attention to us. And that's why I need to win the super juniors. That's why I need to be the junior champion again. Because I need people to look at Australia and understand that the best wrestlers come from that country.
1: (sighs) Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Never Open Podcast, podcast open to everyone, especially Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Did you ever know that you're my hero? My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast. And with me, as always, is uh, Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy.
2: Hello, Mr. Guy. And <clears throat> Luke, I'm I'm never going to do it without the fez on. I'm excited to talk all about <laughs> Best of Super Juniors, nights 9 and 10. These shows were awesome. We have a little bit of news, not much, but also we have a wrestler diary. So all that and more on the Never Open Podcast.
1: That is true. And uh, if people want to interact with us, they can. We're on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB, Mr. Guys, at Druce the Tweets. Collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And if you have some extra money... Uh, go to our Teespring store and buy some shit. You look nervous There we go. All that. <clears throat> All business today. Damn.
2: It's business yeah, time. We, we have like uh, ankle, uh, like uh, like braces uh, there at, at our Teespring site. Just to let everybody know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Mercedes Monet confirmed she is injured. Unfortunately, it's an ankle. But you know, New Japan was like. Hey man, we all wish you the best. Hopefully you'll get better soon. Let's uh, tease and pease everybody.
1: Well, at least I didn't have to. Uh, like if she had won that title, they'd have to take it off already. So. Right. Yeah. So. so I was surprised when you told me it was a, a foot injury or ankle injury or something because I'm like, wait, two lumps on the noggin plus some gnarly powerbomb bums and stuff with uh, Willow Nightingale. I'm like, okay, but it's the foot that's sore. Uh, fair enough.
2: Yeah, hopefully she'll happens. be better soon. I mean, you know, I, she only has one match every, like, month or two. So, which, I mean, how awesome is Still that? be loving that <laughs> schedule, right? That's so fucking cool. And, I get, you know, I love that. But I'm just saying, you know, I can't begrudge someone uh, that happening. But that's not wait, all the news, right, Luke?
1: Wait, you're going to pay me that much? And I only have to wrestle that much? <laughs> yeah. Where do I sign? Uh-huh. Yeah, the other bit, bit of news... <clears throat> Is Aussie uh, Open uh, all elite, that's and mean, I right? I guess I that's am right. the show's resident AEW uh, fan and regular watcher, but uh, I saw that news and rather than the usual news of me. There's two reactions I have when I I see someone's all elite now. Oh yeah, that's really cool. And then you got too many people, like <laughs> just like that one two sh- punch, right? Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, shit, where are you going to fit in? And so this time I was a little bit like, where are you guys going to fit in? Also, I guess it's cool and stuff, but I want you in Japan doing Japan things in New Japan? Because that's just how I feel. Uh, Yeah, so Aussie Open, all elite, and it's good to them. They've got a pretty good tag team scene. They always have so they'll they'll flourish there so also if they're working for all elite it can't be too hard to get on the plane of japan every now and again can it
2: no you you may not know this but uh kyle fletcher actually put out a video and he's like you know uh speaking a little bit of japanese but uh he basically is like listen just because we signed with AEW we are totally going to be in Japan as much as we can etc we love New Japan we'll be back you know we got to get those titles so I don't know what you know I maybe some fans were freaking out like (laughs) we were kind of like what you know but at the same time it's just you know it's a business thing and for them that's great they're getting paid probably you know hopefully big money for the first time ever you know not i'm not saying it's hopefully for the first time ever i'm saying it's hopefully big money and probably for the first time ever and that's awesome something that wrestler dreams about and uh good for them for getting that goal but you're right i want to see them do new Japan stuff that'd be cool
1: i guess uh you know working on a case-by-case basis isn't very well it's not reliable work all the time is it so uh, i guess they wanted well a regular paycheck so i can yeah. understand definitely understand them signing absolutely
2: well See Japan you know, isn't gonna offer it to them you go elsewhere if you're an american wrestler, like independent wrestler and maybe you've been on tv whatever it doesn't matter you don't get health insurance from anybody so if you're fucking you know you have to pay for your own health insurance if you even can afford that it's outrageous and so if you get hurt all of a sudden now you can't work so how are you supposed to pay? You know what I mean? It's a fucking evil cycle. So I never begrudge anybody signing with a big company, getting a paycheck, probably getting health insurance. I don't know. Did AEW ever pull that off? They said they were going to. Maybe they didn't. But they doesn't matter for Aussie Open. They have, you know, they have, uh, you know, universal health care there, and uh, we don't. Oh yeah,
1: so. just fly down to Australia and just get looked after. Yeah. Do they have that in Japan too? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know either. No, i guess that's something for us to forget about actually so uh, yeah yeah
2: because yeah, if I've, it's not about a building i don't care about it if it's not about wrestling or on that. a building yeah so um you know because we we are gonna uh, talk about this show now and that is night nine best of Super Ooh. juniors thirty. it's in their soccer, but it's at, it's oda Oda City, but it's not the big room you know where mm-hmm. you know we're used to them packing in six you know ten thousand people like it's a middle, right yes, it's the middle school gym looking place, which it's still the same crowd though, and they're fucking insane people and it's awesome and I'm pretty sure that that guy from Akita that was at Kurgan Hall. I'm pretty sure he's at this show, too. So, that guy fucking rules. This crowd is nuts.
1: <laughs> that guy's on the uh, New Japan train. He's following him the whole time.
2: He's hanging out with yeah. Chumpy. You know, I think he's, he's uh, you know, being Chumpy's assistant on this particular tour. So, good for him.
1: I would love to be in a Osaka crowd. The Osaka uh, the soccer fans know, not every single time, but... Almost all the time, there's going to be a, sh- a shocker in Osaka. I've got to do that oh, again.
2: there you go. Hey, yeah. speaking of which, we have Kevin Kelly on the call uh, by himself at first, but then he'll get a guest later.
1: That's right. It'll be, uh, I think it's Mr. Robbie Eagles tonight, and then uh, the next night is Mr. TJP. So look uh, look forward to that. But here's he's a shocking uh, turn of events. It's a tag match. Can uh, you believe it? Yuto Nakashima and Oscar Lueb versus TJP and the Great Oka. So this match is a replacement match because it was supposed to be uh, TJP versus Ishimori tonight, but that's not going to happen because of the uh, injury and all that kind of stuff from uh, Ishimori. Yeah. This is uh, this is fun stuff. Paul Paul Yuta gets whaled on a lot in that Muda Lock as well, which makes me laugh. <laughs> Uh, the, the Young Lions do get some revenge with uh, double Brabs, but uh, double su- submissions by the Empire and that awesome claw suplex thing by Greater Khan on Uto for the win. It was kind of nice. And the, the Young Lions, they looked really hungry. They they were coming out and all fired up. They were like, oh, my God, we've been nothing but a, a fence this whole tour and we get to wrestle? Awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to see the Young Lions get – Get in there, mix it up, and then get suplexed on their head by Great Okan. Always good, mm-hmm. time, you know. But uh, next, Luke, there is Rihoy Iwa and El Desperado versus Bobby Eagles and Fujita, uh, who are TMDK. Well, no, because he's been tagging with them against Chaos with uh, with Strong Style. So I know.
1: You know it's still a bit weird to me that the guy who regularly tags with Minaro Suzuki is tagging with a young lion. Like if Suzuki was there, he'd be like, Do I tag this kid in or do I smack him? Oh, do I do a chop tag on him? Or that's what I want now. I want yeah. a strong style tag with Iwa and then Suzuki does a chop tag. I know, but it's still young. I
2: mean, yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, but you're living in the past, Luke, and you're coming to right. us from the future, so that doesn't make any <clears> sense. But um they there was some respect at the beginning and Desperado uh between you know Desperado and Eagles because this is a a legit preview match here too which is awesome so uh as uh you know our
1: first one all to us
2: yeah that's first preview match so um they do great juniors wrestling and Robbie extends a hand after getting over on Desperado a little Desperado just destroys Fujita with a slap knocking him off the apron which is great it's so loud it's like the loudest slap ever, and oh, the crowd's yeah. like, fuck yeah. So he gets a little revenge later, but it's a good tag match, of course. But Desperado makes Fujita tap with numero dos, and uh, this match was a little bit of fuck-your-leg preview. Uh,
1: is that much like the ultimate fuck-your-leg extravaganza? I think it might be.
2: We'll get there. We'll get there, yeah.
1: We definitely will. But next, we have Gato and Clark Connors versus Francesco Akira. And Dan Maloney. Oh wow, we get to see how Maloney uh, tags with his teammates. Yeah. Cause this is night nine and it is the second best of the Super Juniors tag preview match of the tour. <laughs> I like that uh, Clark's kicking Dan in the bad knee right away. Yeah, see, he's been he's been watching. He you know he you knows how to get uh get to Dan Maloney. There's a brawl on the outside. And uh <laughs> Gato like an arsehole and a good junior does fuck your leg on Akira. <laughs> Lots of it. And it's fucking hilarious. What a douchebag. Also, he's, Gato's kind of loud in this match as well. I like it. Uh, this is fun stuff. I, I like the Dan versus Clark Connors uh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a, a junior never match. I'm like, all right. They're going to chop and beat each other up. I'm in. Let's see it. Uh, fireball on Gato, though, of course. And
2: uh, Akira gets the pin.
1: It's going to punch him in the face. Gonna punch him in the face.
2: I thought this is really, there's a really funny part in that match where like Akira is kind of selling towards Kevin Kelly and Kevin Kelly just grabs all the wires and his fucking life flashes before his eyes. But Akira stops short and kind of just rolls into the table just a little bit. (laughs) It's so funny. He like forgets he's on commentary for a second and it's just like, what the? No. Kevin's like, oh no, my setup. I just got the volume just right. So (laughs) he's. he's always blaming other people too but uh, anyway the next match luke it is six man tag it is yo master huato and kevin knight one of these things is not like the other versus just five guys it's Kanamaru, takamichi and mother fucking taichi oh my god i was so happy to see him god hell yeah that's Taiji so much he also looks gigantic among all these uh youngins and small people here it's great so canamar and, and yo and water I've they take you. turns like h- hitting moves on canamar yo and water or like teaming up on which is fucking bullshit it makes me mad i'm like water you're better than that but kevin kelly is like like you said before luke Wado 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 that's all kevin kelly says throughout this whole match it's hilarious yeah so pretty much just five guys they take over and torture these fuckers it's great. Tai Chi in particular is trying to kill them, which is great. <laughs> he tries to kill all of them. He stretches Wado and uses the shitty kicks, which is hilarious. Kevin Naito gets a hot tag, but Tai Chi just destroys him after taking his pants off. <laughs> Death Taka stranger. seems a, about to get the win on Kevin Knight, for sure. But those assholes intervene. Watto, you're just an asshole in the situation. But they go back and forth until Kevin gets a sky high. It's a DDT for the win on somebody. I'm assuming Taka. Taka of course, and yeah. I didn't even write it down, because why? And Kenemar fucks up Yo's leg on the outside after the match, which is like, yeah, straight.
1: Yeah, I love that. And, jeez, how much more bearable is, like, the commentary is always bearable, usually, unless it's like a Wato match. And how much more fun is it when I don't, we don't have to listen to the nonstop stop piling onto onto Wato? That took yeah. look. This whole Wato is a dum dumb story. Took way too long.
2: Well, might not be over, so
1: we'll see. Yeah, I guess so.
2: Oh, he he lost
1: the f- semi final. Oh, what an idiot, <laughs> or something like yeah. that, rather than being like. Dude, why is those in the semifinals? It's, oh, spoiler alert, everyone. Anyway.
2: Uh,
1: oh, we're starting the block
2: matches. Okay, cool. Yeah, eight block right. matches, and Robbie joins commentary, and he's great.
1: I've uh, got it in my notes that the first two matches are pretty coverable and good, and the second two matches are amazing and hard to do notes for. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So spoiler alert, everybody! But it is uh, a block action. It is Ryusuke Taguchi versus Kushida. <clears throat> uh, I got a question for you, Mister Andy. Do, do I do I like um, do I like mat wrestling?
2: I think you do. Do you? Yes. I Luke, I have a question for you. Will Taguchi finally get a win?
1: Oh. And then uh, and then for some reason tag with the person that he beat the next night.
2: Uh, yes, yes, he will. It's just kind of weird hey, to my brain. The ways of Team Unaffiliated are very mysterious, uh, my friend. So.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a Hontai versus Hontai match, though, isn't it? So there's some mat wrestling to start off with. And uh, Kishida uh, makes Taguchi chase him on the outside. <laughs> Kishida doesn't get the upper hand he wants, though, because Taguchi does it. A Canadian ankle lock through the ropes. <laughs>
2: That's great. He's like, fuck you. I'll just grab your leg.
1: And uh, awesome. Kishida's nice enough to pay him back not, not too long after that with a Canadian arm lock. So <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> he, he lets go and kicks Taguchi kind of like after he lands or something like that. Like he gives Taguchi a pretty vicious looking kick. And I'm like, ouch, what an asshole. That's your teammate. And yeah. look, I'm loving these. Weird arm lock things that Kashida's been doing all toward the people. And here's a figure four arm lock by Kashida onto Taguchi. I just I just imagine that the wrestler's just like, i just let my arms go limp. Kashida knows what he's doing. This goes. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> this great sta- uh, standing arm lock reversal by Taguchi, which uh, ends with a hip attack. There's a tope by Taguchi. Uh, Kashida catches Taguchi in midair with an arm submission. Yeah. This, uh,
2: I love that kind of stuff too. There's some. Uh, That's like one of my favorite <laughs> moves, like Kashida moves, is the flying armbar. How <laughs> you know, how how do you do high flying submission wrestling? That's, yeah. Well. How, what?
1: Chuck like a Kushida match on. There you go.
2: <laughs>
1: awesome. Oh my god. There's some close pins. Uh, both men collapse after some lariats. There's a spin board back elbow. That's sorry, spin board. Springboard. springboard spinboard it's the spinboard now springboard back elbow <laughs> by Kashida, and there's a Kimura Taguchi has to make a comeback uh, with his legs which is really cool because uh, kashida has been fucking his arms up so Taguchi has to go for like drop kicks and stuff like that to kind of turn things around <laughs> there is a dodon for two and an ankle lock and then hey it's not it's not Taguchi's fault everyone Oh, the Kushida pulls the tights like a douchebag. Taguchi's ass is out <laughs> while Taguchi taps to the ankle lock. So Taguchi wins with his ass out. Ass power. And uh, yeah, Taguchi... What was that? Is that his first points
2: this whole tour? Yeah, his first win. Man, couple... This match was awesome. First of it all. There's really fun stuff in here. and The, the wrestling was just tremendous. But there was just two things that I have to mention. One was that once Taguchi's ass was out, they switched to this, like, the one of the roaming cams on, you know, right ringside. And this motherfucker is a genius because he kept one of the ropes, like, right level so that you couldn't see Taguchi's ass. <laughs> and he and he kept it there. Taguchi would move, and he'd move the camera, so the rope was covering his ass. And that was so funny. I love that. And then there was this uh, great spot here at the end where Kushida gives... Taguchi an ice pack for his ass and that's when Taguchi realizes his ass is out. He's like, oh no! And he acts all embarrassed.
1: Yep. Oh Lots <laughs> Awesome match. So, Bit of a oh. surprise finish. I know you can't just give Taguchi zero, but even still he just beat Gishito, which is really cool. And still feels big to me, even though Taguchi's on a losing streak, I guess.
2: That was great, and that's what you want. You want him to get his, you know, just like you want Doki to beat his record from the previous year right that's all we want from him in this match oh by the way um (laughs) after Taguchi uses the ice pack on his ass the young Lions don't want to touch it and (laughs) and Kevin Kelly's yelling at him like come on (laughs) it's so funny so anyway this next match uh someone who we love knows how important it is to us and that's referee Marty Sami who comes out to referee this very important match it is Doki versus show and this is tremendous this shit is awesome so doki's trying to beat his personal record here and so show has a plan and here's his plan this time he brings doki out to the ring and he, and he rings the bell himself and Basically, it is Riho Aiwa with Doki's mask on. <laughs> so Doki appears in the entrance with tape all over him. And he runs in and is mega baby face right off the back because he saves the young lion and attacks Show. right? It's great. They fight all around the building and out into the hallway, right? And Show puts Doki in a trash bin. And Chumpy helps Doki Mother. out of the trash. Mother. And Chump, Chumpy's like, hey... That's not fair. Somebody put me in one of those ones. Let me help you, buddy. <laughs> it's funny. We'll, we'll see if Chumpy helps on night two. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so there's a, a count out spot, and Doki makes it back just in time, of course. And show keeps the heat on for a bit. Flying headbutt from Doki for a double down, and show puts Doki's leg in between his legs, faking a low blow, like in you know, for the ref, which allows show to use a ref bump on chumpy right or wait no uh evil comes out yeah evil there's uh yeah there's like no it's yujiro or somebody comes yeah. out i'm not sure you both yeah, so I, and evil yeah that's what it is yujiro i kind of snuck past me there's a show he gets the spanner but doki has the pipe <laughs> so they're alone in the ring and the crowd is like doki doki i've never heard louder doki chants except maybe versus Chi. At Takataichi Mania, this was just Doki's never been more over. It was unbelievable. So they do Duel of the Fates, da, 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 you know, with the with the spanner and the fucking pole. And Doki wins. <laughs> he blast show. He hits a top rope double stop for two into the Doki Choki. But then Evil appears with the towel, pretends like he's gonna throw the towel in, but he gets in the ring and that distracts Chumpy and Doki. So, Show takes off the corner pad while this is going on. He runs Doki right into it. Pile driver for two from Show. He's so mad that that didn't work. So mad. It's hilarious. The crowd loves it. Doki, Doki. So, shock error, but no, through the ropes. Canadian throat chop from Doki. Daybreak, massive Doki chance. Suplex De La Luna, but no. Utero appears and pulls the ref, and Evil counts himself. So, Doki thinks that he's won because he's heard the count. He hasn't heard the bell, though. Doki, come on. He wrestled to the bell. So, Doki fights off Evil and Pimpy, but the numbers are too much, Luke. Low blow. Everything is evil. Show wins. Fuck off. But that match was awesome. Dude,
1: I love this match. And, they look, his first couple juniors... He got to six points. He was just getting progressively to six. Six is his record. Last year I wanted him to get to eight. It didn't happen. So they've made it into a story this year. Will Doki get eight points? And they've turned it into a thing now. They don't even need Doki to win this tournament ever anymore. It's not about that. Like for the rest of his like like of course we want him to win and we hope he does get a best, best of super Juniors win. Of course. That would be amazing. I don't love it. But Gato next year all he needs to do is like, oh yeah. Uh, Doki, uh, yeah, eight points. And just that, him just going, oh, yeah, eight points this year would be enough for me to go, yes! Yeah. So uh, they've, done that, they've done this story. They've <clears throat> they've made me love-hate show, which is definitely the job that House of Torture has. I love House of Torture. They needed three motherfuckers to beat. show. I love that Doki uh, thinks that he's won because evil does the count. So... <sighs> it was so good. And of course, you know, the uh Takataichi and katamaru are still probably like taking their gear off and doing the backstage interview and shit. And they're like, wait, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> they, they don't come out and help take you. But, dude, I wanted it so bad. The fans want it so bad. And in the, in the audience, everyone wants it so bad. Then House of Torture does what House of Torture does. And I'm just like, Oh, you motherfuckers! Because <laughs> I have a House of Torture shirt and a Just Five Guys shirt, so I'm very, I'm very conflicted, Mister, Mister Guy. But <laughs> I'm hoping we get some kind of ongoing feud in, in the future between uh, Show and Doki. Hook that up to my veins, please, New Japan. I want it. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted. But oh, there's also a point in this match where Show uses Vegeta as a shield so he doesn't get toped, and uh,
2: Robbie Eagles <laughs> is like, hey. Don't grab the itchy, band, <laughs> sweet boy. Luke, you know that you know that thing where like it's always like it always happens at some like college sporting event. They'll like you know have a, a, a you know the camera will pan over and there's this girl that's wearing like both the jerseys, but they're like sewn together because her brother's on one team and her boyfriend's on the other team or something like that, <laughs> right? That's what you need to do with your House of Torture, Just Five Guys shirts, you know.
1: That's right. Dude, I wouldn't do it with the ones I have. I'd have to buy two more shirts. I'm sure they'd love that merch. Hey, Charity, I just bought two more New Japan shirts. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, and um, I need you to do some sewing. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I love you. Yeah, shut up, I'll do it. Um, she prob she probably might too. It'd be a fun idea, but mm, yeah. expensive.
2: You could, but have, you, you could both have one. I'm just
1: saying. Yeah, that's true. Four more t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she. She probably won't want a New Japan T-shirt unless it's like got, got something Ishimori related on it, because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's sort of gutted that he's injured. She, like she hates that he's injured, but like she, this whole tour, she was like doing her own thing, and then she heard is Ishimori's music, looks up, watches for about ten minutes, goes back to her thing. So that's, that's all you
2: Yeah, that's all you you know, yep. couple, so, couple uh, arm breakers. You know, a little spinning boner lock. I mean, who doesn't love sad. that? You
1: know. <laughs> exactly right. I guess I'm stalling because this is going to be a challenge for me. But uh this is amazing. Uh, in fact, I feel like both these matches have kind of surprise finishes for me. At least for me, it is Mike, Mike Rush. Oh my God, it is Mike Bailey versus <laughs> Leo Rush. So. Apparently, this match is just around the 15-minute mark. Really? Wow. Okay. And I don't believe you, because time can't possibly work like that. (laughs) These guys...
2: I thought this was, like, 25 minutes.
1: (laughs) These guys put so much shit into this match, good shit, by the way, into this match, that uh, I feel like they both broke the space-time continuum.
2: (gasps) Wow.
1: Uh, It's just... Amazing, and, like, I'm th- I'm feeling like, all right, Mike Bailey is the impact dude. Leo Rush is more the New Japan guy, right? So I'm thinking, like, all right, Mike's had a good run, but maybe it's uh, it's, a, it's time for Leo Rush in the finals or something like that. But no, and this match is so cool. It's fucking Leo Rush's ability to kind of speed encounter versus, like, Mike just kicking the shit out of him <laughs> for... I was going to say about 25 minutes, but no, it's just over 15. Like I hear 15 minutes, 15 minutes a pass. And I'm like, fuck off. Then Flamengo driver. And just, but to get to that, I didn't even feel like it was like such a juniors match. That they didn't even get any sell time in. I feel like they got everything in. They did all of the moves just to fucking kick. Awesome. Kick first and battle. It took me by surprise because I didn't expect my Bailey to win. I, I just like I was just in that that headspace, you know? And then New Japan Gato does what Gato does and just like, oh you thought we were doing this. No, we're doing this instead. I thought this is gnarly is just way too much kind of stuff to to cover. It's just they just do all the moves and I love it. I, I this is what I wanted when I saw them for two seconds in the ring. At that, like not the last time at Capital Collision, right? They're in the ring together for two seconds, and I was just like, I don't even know who this Mike Bailey is, but I want more of these two like in the ring. And then I got this extravaganza out of it, and (laughs) it was worth every. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. I I adore this match. What did you think of it?
2: Oh, you know, it's kind of as good as it gets. It's exactly what you speak. You think it's going to be.
1: Hopefully, Arash has felt like he's found his home. I don't know. Yeah, like I
2: hope so too.
1: I mean don't retire. He,
2: stay in New Japan. Yeah, you know, or whatever. I mean, he's had a great run. He can do whatever oh, he mate. wants at this point. You yeah. know, so um, but you know, I think he's Match. Only. match- oh, Jesus Christ. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, Didn't for he like quit three or too? four weeks. Yeah. Didn't he quit there too? So yeah, I mean, uh anyway, well there's, a, there's some story stuff in this match, like you know, Bailey was trying to fuck up Leo Rush's arm which is great he did all kinds of that you know fuck your arm shit in all kinds of different ways like you know just kicking the shit out of his arm which was great i really enjoyed that there's also this thing where like leo rush and yo they want to be like catch 22 so leo rush starts like loading up for yo's super kick right that's catch two twos thing fuck you so What are they doing over there? I don't like it. So we'll see if uh, Yo does that in his match. But uh, anyway, I I mean, I'm not sure how to. We could tell you all the moves. I got them all written down. They did them, you know, but that's not really the whole sum of what this match is. This is incredible. Mike Bailey's had just one of the best debuts ever in a best of super juniors. I mean, this is incredible. And Leah Rush has also had one of the best, like, ever, you know, I mean, this has all worked out great. These guys were perfect. And there was nobody in this tournament at all where you were like, oh, that's usually how how it works with the G1 and best of super juniors, like Gator will be in there or a young lion or something like that. <laughs> you and you're just going, like, ah, right, right. It, well, I was going to oh. say you drew it for the G1, but yes, there's usually at least one person and show stepped up his game and was not that person this year. So there wasn't anybody that, you know, sucked except for Teton. I'm just kidding. But, no. um, but yeah, yeah you're we'll right. Talk about Teton, so Even, it was uh,
1: everyone. We kind of either enjoyed or, Like, even Dan Maloney, who we were down on, as the tournament progressed, I was just like, all right. Yeah, I I just enjoyed his matches more. The more I saw of him and, uh, I guess, uh, the more he got comfortable. So, there wasn't a single wrestler. I was just like, oh, man, you've had a 100% total stanky tournament. Get the hell out of here. You're right. It's almost all killer and no filler.
2: Yeah, and so, and with that win... Mike Bailey makes the finals. Right. So we we finally kind of get an explanation on this night, how this is going to work, because basically the two winners from the the two top point getters from each block are going to face each other. So I was wondering how the fuck you're going to get, you know, this two winners from the same block. But this is how. So basically, you know, at this point, Mike Bailey's, uh, you know, on his own in the finals and we're going to figure out who's going to face Um, him on night two so that's where we're at with this the next match luke is the main event and it's hiraru takahashi the champion versus tiktok and this is another uh, elimination match and just to put this out here if you're like wondering if you've ever wondered why we don't do bracketology and why we don't even look at the fucking schedule it's because of this Like, come on. If we would have looked at this and known the rules and everything, we would have seen, oh, on the last night, Hiromu's going to face Teton. That's got to be for something. Mike Bailey versus Leo Rush, that's probably for something, too. It's really easy. We don't know the match order, but you can tell what's going to happen if you look at it, if you have a brain that works. So anyway... Um, Hiromu versus Teton, and you know this is great because we get one of my favorite spots from last year. It's not as dramatic because Milano Collection AT is not there, so it's not as upsetting. But uh, Hiromu Takahashi comes out with a strategy guide, and guess who's on commentary, Luke? It's motherfucking Naito. And so Dude, last year, yes, Luke.
1: I like how everyone's excited for this match. Then Naito comes out and the fucking place loses their minds. Yeah. And he's like... And everyone's like, Naito, 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 and he just waves, just like, bye everyone, I'm on commentary, see ya.
2: <laughs> so, you know, last year Hiromu had given Naito his uh, strategy guide and he threw it up in the air and then picked it up and then threw it up in the air again. <laughs> and Milano was there and they could, it just was so devastating. Well, guess what? Same exact thing. Naito gets the strategy guide and just throws it behind his head and it's it's hilarious and. You know, Hiromu's pretty upset about it, but one of my favorite parts of this match, even those match rules. So, um, But uh, basically, I, at this point, think that the winner is in the semifinals versus Mike Bailey, but that's not correct at all. So, <laughs> with Mike Bailey, not versus him. So these guys run the ropes, and they have a little mini chop battle, and you're thinking, oh, we're going to get the chop thing? But no, they, they fight uh, on the apron, and Hiromu hits a power bomb on the apron. It's nasty and awesome, and Hiromu does his running kicks. Teton comes back with kicks of his own in a huge dive. Now listen, I'm telling you what the moves are, but it's impossible to kind of explain the impact that all these moves have. And you know, yeah, I have to say nice things about Teton, but man, like his strikes look so great in this match. And you know, part of that's him, part of that's Romu just fucking crushing it. And they these guys really work well together in a way where everything looks like it hurts really really bad so oh yeah it's great so teton uses a little fuck your leg offense back in the ring and they do some of their great shit throughout the match you know just some of their awesome wrestling that we've seen many times but i'm really tired of typing out move names at this point so Topé, at last, the match, plancher, like
1: Lope, pay bro- plancher, submission Fuck your leg. Yeah, I know <laughs> that last know.
2: match like broke my finger. So there's a big dive from Teton and he rolls her back in the ring, like a fucking idiot. So the crowd likes it though. I don't, why do you like that crowd? You like him being stupid and because he might got the <laughs> count out when, you know, but no, he doesn't. So he tries to double stop springboard style off the top rope, but eats a dynamite plunger, uh, big for a big double down. Let's see here. Uh, you know, there's all these comebacks from Teton and uh he gets the crowd behind him big time. He he botches the Matrix dodge on a Lariat attempt, but that's okay. You can barely tell. So like, you know, Hiromu comes in hot with a Lariat attempt and Teton just dodges too late and just gets hit with the Lariat. So <laughs> So that was great. I like that. And then there's a big super kick from Teton for a double down. Uh, a driver, oh, wait, he does the drive by botch in the corner. And I'm like, oh my God, Teton, yeah. what are you doing? But that's only two. No,
1: he only scrambles,
2: scrambles up real quick for a double stomp. And he wants the muda lock. And is in big trouble. Big trouble. I mean, the crowd can't believe it as Hiromu Takahashi taps out to the fucking muda lock that Teton put on him Teton wins the crowd loses their fucking mind Teton is so happy that he hugs red shoes like like he's like because Shoes is just trying to grab his arm and he's like no I'm not trying to hug you I'm trying to grab your arm but Teton's like Did you see that shit I just beat him. the champ I beat my own teammate <laughs> oh man big respect after the match and this is another funny moment here at the end uh, we have Chris Charlton um you know listening to the he doesn't listen to kevin kelly he listens to the japanese commentary so he was translating what naito was saying and uh, teton gets in the ring and he you know in espanol he thanks jesus and naito on commentary translates for teton saying oh yeah he's thanking me
1: <laughs> luke uh all right so Remember when we first saw T-Tan? I mean, he was just like pretty much out the joke for us. And then it was announced last year that T-Tan was going to be in the best of Super Juniors. And you and I were just like, all of CMML. And that's who you're sending. That's your only guy you're sending, really. (laughs) And then he went on to have a great tournament. I would go as far as to say T-Tan's tournament this year, he was even better.
2: Oh, way better, yeah.
1: Like, it's fun for us to kind of you know, make fun of him and rag on him and shit, but just, like, look at some of the matches he's had. Ishimori match was great, Mike Bailey match. (sighs) Oh, so many. Like, so many really good matches, and you can add this to the uh, uh, amount of amazing matches T-Tan has had in the Vesta Super Juniors this year. I also like that when Naito comes out, not only does everyone go nuts, Red Shoes checks him for uh, weapons and shit, so I like that. (laughs) I, I also like that Naito uh, held the book open and was like, hey, T-Tan, have a look at this. It's your entry, man. And yeah. T-Tan's looking over <laughs> it. And it's like, oh, interesting. So that was uh, some pretty funny stuff. Look, <clears throat> I know that Hiromi's not winning this this year. It would be stupid. Like, if he had the title and he won, like, what are we doing with the whole division? Like, exactly. But I still didn't expect him to lose to T-Tan because it's his teammate. <laughs> Like, Bushi must have been watching this and being like, bitch, are you for real? You'd never have me beat fucking Hiromu. But I I thought this match was awesome and had a really cool surprise finish because I definitely still expected Hiromu to win. And I I thought, like you, I was like, oh, my God, are we getting Mike Bailey versus T-Turn again? Uh, But but no, no, we're not, because I'm a dumb, dumb idiot who (laughs) doesn't listen to how the rules are laid out for him. But that was a fucking awesome night. There was only four block matches rather than five because of uh, Ishimori's injury. But so, uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. Awesome night of wrestling. I think I might like this next night that we're going to talk about a little more, believe it or not. So uh, if you're ready.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's... I'm ready. I'm going to start this one. So yeah, you get the because you need the main event on this one for sure. So Thank also you. I I fucked up. You know, they kept switching the the show times a half hour for some reason. Why? Fuck you. So, like, I woke up at, like, 5.10 this morning thinking, like, oh, yeah, nice. I'm going to watch the show. And I turn it on, and it's just Five Kai's versus House of Torture. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to go back and watch this Southern match uh, at the beginning here. And it is. Uh, we're in the same building, by the way, on night 10. The uh, B-block matches uh, is what we're going to do tonight. But first, we have some preview tags and just regular tags. And um, it's in the same exact building that we were in before with the same crowd and that guy from Akita. So um, it's great. What a cool opening match. This is cool for so many reasons. So it's Leo Rush and Broken Broken Arm Young Lion Nakashima versus Oscar Lube and Mike Bailey. First of all, weird just weird you know and like weird in that cool way that wrestling is just weird sometimes you know and it's great uh Nakashima and uh Bailey they start and you're like why are these two starting that's not New Japan but they start with some shoot style kicks but then we see what happens Leo tags in but Oscar Lube wants some of Leo (laughs) he wants some of the bad child and we get this really fun big man, little man stuff throughout the match between these two. It's really good, right? You like the comedy shit they did?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like uh, like uh, Leo wants to do a, a, a tope in the way is oscar so he just puts the brakes on because oscar's reach and all that is like oh nope hell no I'm not doing that <laughs> he's
2: like yeah yeah you know he like does a fucking like you know uh, three stooges thing it's funny but uh there's all kinds of great kicks from bailey and nakashima and he gives them right back to bailey pretty cool everyone gets some dives in it's good but this is not about if it's good what's important here is who wins and how he wins so oscar lube he gets his first win by hitting a running crossbody and pinning his buddy Nakashima. How cool is it that he got to pin Nakashima for his first win? And what a bizarre footnote is it? I got my first win tagging with uh, Mike Bailey against my friend Nakashima and Leah Rush in New Japan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, Wow.
1: Crowd crowd gives him a bit of a pop too, when he gets the three and he's he's jumping up and down like he just won Wrestle Kingdom's main event or something like you know. <laughs> he's he's really excited by his his first uh, his first win, as he should be. Next, we have House of Torture, Evil, Yuj, and Sho versus uh Ad- Doki and uh Taka Mania. And uh just do- right, guys! That's right. Doki Katamari Gambit's show with a low pace straight away. He's like, fuck you, motherfucker. House of, <laughs> House of Torture, they do take over, though, and uh, have their corner exposed, as they do. And they are total dicks. What? To Doki, just by, you know, wailing on him and beating him up. And I simultaneously hate House of Torture and love them at the same time. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it's complicated. There, <clears throat> there isn't... Everything is evil on Taka for the win, but uh, yeah. that's not what I care about here. What I do care about is uh, it's Doki revenge time, motherfucker. Yeah. God, he, he, he grabs show with his pipe, and he takes him out the back and puts him in the fucking trash. <laughs> and as he's doing that, the crowd's going, Doki, 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 Doki. And I'm like, hell yeah.
2: <laughs> Massive Doki chance. He's so over on these shows. It's great. I love it. All right, Luke. Last tag match before we get to the B-block matches. It is Kushida and Taguchi. Hey, they were just fighting. Versus Hiromu and fucking Teton. And Teton is so happy he won the match. And Hiromu is like, listen, Teton, you got a big match coming up, you know, versus we don't know who. So why don't you sit in the crowd and I'll take care of this. So Hiromu gets in the ring (laughs) and he he starts chopping Kushida into Gucci and it has no effect. And so they beat the shit out of him. And it's crazy. So so they go all heel beating up Hiromu into Gucci. He gets hit by accident uh, by Kushida with... one of the rope all the uh, the over the ropes arm breaker thing you know where he's like standing on the apron and he's like oh feed me the arm you know and he feeds the wrong arm in and all no, know so that's fine but of course that all sets up a big save from teton who gets the win by pinning to Gucci and you know he baths in the glory of uh all the cheers of, of uh you know this middle school gym
1: yeah Don't worry, T-10, you just uh, sit and chill. I can beat these two losers by myself. Uh, (laughs) No. No, you can't.
2: (laughs) Yeah. After this, though, TJP joins commentary. That's nice. Yep. He's pretty good, too. So, yeah. This match
1: is Abushi versus Francesco Akira. And uh, who do you not want to wrestle? Who's one of those guys you probably don't want (laughs) to wrestle straight after a, a brutal match with El Desperado? Yeah, it's Bushy because if you think he's not going to be a total dick to you and fuck your leg up the entire match, you're right. Because that's what he does. He smells blood in the water. So this match is Bushy fuck your leg, while Akira has to just kind of hang on and try to get in some offense. But he's just his legs are just too but. And as I'm watching this match, I'm thinking about the Despi match, and I'm thinking about this match I'm watching. I'm thinking to myself, geez, Akira's really good at this selling and he's a b- bit of a young, fiery underdog. This is great stuff. Man, imagine how better the story would have been if he was the freaking tag title champion and Bushi just fucking wailed on him like this and said, you ain't shit. And then, uh, see, yeah, I, I still, I'm happy for Kevin Knight. I really am. But I still wish Catch 2-2 were the junior tag champs because the story here is better than the Kashida Kevin Knight one, because everyone beat them, but, uh, you know, this, yeah, you know, he'd be the weak link in a future tag match or something like that, because his leg just took t- too much, fuck your leg, especially in the final stretch. <laughs> so, uh, so, that's fantasy dream book stuff of stuff that never happened, but as as for this match, it's great. It's, it's Bushi just being total dickbag Bushi, because he knows all he has to do is fuck your leg, and It's Bushi. He knows how to fuck your leg. And he even makes Akira tap out. So, yeah, I liked it. Nice little match.
2: I think Akira, like, at one point he's going for the double knees, but he knows it's not worth it. He's like, I'm out of the tournament. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just done here. And that's kind of when he has to tap out. That's when Bushi's like, oh, well, then I'm going to missile drop kick your knee. Knee smash, leg hold, tap out. You know, he puts on a great performance what a tournament for akira tremendous tournament man he did so good and he came out smelling like roses i mean what else do you want like these tournaments what's important about them is to reveal new things about the characters and the wrestlers you know to get them like signature wins or wins that move storylines you know forward and akira did all that stuff right everything you can do in the tournament besides win it he did so i think that is a successful tournament for him bushy you know didn't really do he had a great tournament wrestler wise but bushy's stagnant character wise he's just a guy in lij you know i I he's in the
1: sonata uh, spot now isn't he
2: yeah well he's been there for a long time yeah so uh ever ever since ever since the rumor showed up but hey man bushy rules he's gonna step up and i think he's a really easygoing guy He's just like,
1: hey, man, I'm an LA I feel bit. like he must be. I, I'm Like, he has to think to himself, like, his spot's awesome, isn't it? Like, yeah. He's he's got a guaranteed spot on the card. He's going to wrestle pretty much every show being in L.A.J. He's not getting as many wins as you or I might like,
2: but he's fine. He's got to love his spot. He has a contract. <laughs> guaranteed, <laughs> Bushi has a contract. <laughs>
1: hey, let me tell you this. this is gonna upset you. Yujiro and Yo also have contracts.
2: Oh yeah, that's all right. Uh, I mean, all right. That's fine. Next Luke, we have two uh you know more guys. well no, this is the second Clark Connors tournament, but uh, two guys that are not super experienced in the tournament is Clark Connors with Gato versus Dan Maloney. and these guys are gonna kill each other. <laughs> that's what this match is they just want to kill each other it's awesome so they fight in the aisle before the bell they fight all around the room and it's great how reckless they appear to be like they throw each other into the crowd and like throw a chair and it just goes bouncing off screen and you know maybe it hits somebody i don't know you know what i mean so it's uh it's really fun and it gives it even watching at home it gives you the feel of a little danger i liked it so uh that goes on a while i really enjoyed it usually i'm not a big you know brawl in the crowd guy usually I don't like that but I really liked it this time
1: pulling out benches and shit
2: (laughs) yeah Connors picks up a bench and throws it at Dan uh he gets blasted with one uh from Dan after uh trying a bench sword fight (laughs) they tried to do the with this benches it didn't work so uh Dan goes into the ring post and Connors rolls him into the ring and uh you know they what is this they him and connor's he rolls him right back in and out Oh, that's what it is so connor's is like he breaks the count and then like rolls him right back out it's really funny connor's hits a suplex his uh, his awesome suplex and dan responds with a back body drop to a pretty good crowd reaction uh, he he chops Connor in the ring. There's a big drop kick move number six. Oh yeah, that's move number six. He has a drop kick too. So yeah. Fisherman Suplex, That's move number two. And Maloney tells Kato to shut his fucking mouth. Just great. So, and Cato yeah. did. He did. He shut up.
1: I, I noticed that.
2: I this see, big, that. This big
1: brick shit house tells you to shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah shut the fuck up <laughs>
2: he, he did he was like okay that was great so super kick is answered but uh, by Connors with a power slam spears from Connors and a cactus clothesline but it's with a goozle from Maloney listen I I mean I already like this match but fuck me are you kidding me this shit is amazing so Dan Maloney runs towards Connors, who's in the ropes, and they're going to do a cactus clothesline, but he does it by grabbing him by the throat (laughs) and they both go
1: out. Oh my God.
2: I love that. So there's a gore on the outside, and then Dan Maloney wins by count count out. So, uh, you know, he doesn't pin him, but uh, there's a glorious temper tantrum after the match from Clark Connors. Is, man, what? These two had really good tournaments towards the end. You know, Dan Maloney started out rough. Had a great tournament towards the end. Clark Connors was just fucking on it from the second that he posted. That the second that he you know turned, he's he's been on it. Clark Connors, never disappointing. Nope, never. But uh, I'm happy that, like,
1: I didn't want to shit on Dan Mulaney the whole tournament. I didn't. So I'm kind of glad that by the second half of the tournament, we're like, man, Dan Mulaney's having some really great matches. And this is another one. It was fun. It was a never- it was uh, kind of hilarious seeing uh, Gato shut his mouth. crowd loved it too, by the way. They popped for that. Man, great stuff. And the goal worked. Can you believe sort
2: it? Sort
1: of. Sort of. Only sort of, yes. All right. So before we, I start the next match, jump alert. It's yeah. with Mario Sami. He is out. It is Kevin Knight versus oh. Master Wato. There's a high flying feel and out process which turns into a strike exchange. Uh, Kevin does the hugest looking arm drag I've ever seen, That a plancher leg layer by Wato, and there's a great uh, turn hero Wato. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like that uh, Wato goes for his top rope European uppercut, but Kevin Knight's too far away, so rather than like go for it and make it look shit wato lands first then uses that to kind of springboard him to do the euro <laughs> Uppercut. i'm just like all right you guys went in the right spot but you had the wherewithal to land yeah. first then hit the move i was like i'm gonna allow it <laughs> that, was, that
2: was kind of shit,
1: but yeah <laughs> fair enough you gotta call it Yeah, you know, i did see that so i do like this match but yeah i did see that wato puts on vendeval and uh, kevin knight makes the ropes uh, kevin arm drags out of the high angle german which is really sweet He hits a leg layering on Wato. TJP says that Wato should have a leg submission, and I laughed because, uh, of course, someone who does fuck your leg would say that (laughs) about someone who doesn't necessarily fuck your leg. (sighs) It was such a junior thing to say that I was just like, yep, all right, TJP. There's a sky high, but uh, no. Uh, And then, uh, but uh, Kevin hits his high jump rope, uh, high top rope Frankensteiner. It's a thrust kick by Kevin, and he gets the sky high for two. Wato turns another attempt into a spike at DDT into the high-angle German. Yeah! And TJP on Wato. Step one, learn Everest-style German. Step two, counter Kevin Knight with Everest-style German. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's much better than TTT, RPP, one, two, yeah. three, W-I-E. That's too many steps. So <laughs> TJP... <laughs> Shortened it to two steps, uh, learn German, counter, and use German. Awesome. <laughs> this yeah. is a really cool match, and uh, both men shake hands at the end. And Watto
2: is on 14 motherfucking points. He's in the finals. Watto's in the finals. The crowd was insane. And like this match was not that great, but it doesn't matter because of getting 14 points and making it to the finals that overshadows anything about this match that happened. There was one funny moment where TJP says that Watto, he can't see through his bangs and Kevin uh-huh. Kelly's like, what about you? And he's like, well, <laughs> it's was a great, a great moment on commentary. So it's nice how if these guys do it together a few times, they start to, you Know, go back and forth because I think he talked about bangs again later on. Like, so I think um, it's in the but, yo match, yeah, yeah. So, well, Luke, here we go. Um, this is another really important match, I believe. At this point, um, we I, I'm not sure if Wado is in the finals at this point, we just know he has 14 points, and these like uh, Robbie Eagles, Desperado, and yo have a chance to uh, tie him. And then it would be up to tiebreakers.
1: I think if Yo wins, Robbie's out and Wato's out, I think it might be something like that. Because I don't know. But uh, Yo losing means that it's good for Wato and Robbie.
2: Okay. Well, Taichi comes out with Kanamaru and it's Taichi. awesome. He, he, yeah, he joins commentary. He's like, yeah, here I go over here wonder if i choose uh you know checked him checked so, him but uh yeah but anyway yeah if yo wins he's or if he loses he's eliminated so that's good so here we are yo he avoids the fuck your lug in, leg initially and goes for some of his own which is just unoriginal and that's what he does he's an unoriginal bastard so canamara he gets a knee smash though and um he starts kicking the fuck out of his leg it's great. All kinds of fuck your leg spots, including a few into the ring post. Thank goodness. And the first sign of life is a sunset flip and a drop kick from Yo. He goes for a plancha and gets it, but fucks his leg. So there's a metaphor about chess and checkers that kind of gets away from TJP a little bit. He's like, you know, if you get guys that are playing uh, checkers, playing against someone who plays chess, it's hard to beat someone who is like checkers, but they're good at like checkers and, and they're playing chess. It just gets away from him. It's really funny, because so, he oh keeps going. He kind of keeps going. So back in the ring, yo, hits a falcon arrow, and we get yet another thing we have not mentioned at all. This whole tournament is that uh throughout the tournament, the folks that have been on commentary with Kevin Kelly have reminded him whenever someone hits a falcon arrow that nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow, and the fact that it is, in fact, called The Deal, doing the deal. So that's a reference to PWG back in the day. Um, pretty funny. So anyway, we get that right here. Insecurity um, to Yo's leg, which is awesome, and a super knee smash off the second rope. Dumbass Yo drops the needle right onto his ouchy knee. God, it's stupid. And Chumpy, he gets, he gets distracted, like a little distracted here, um, but Yo... Uh, so Kanemaru can hit an insecurity. So Yo responds with a Lariat, but for a double down. But then finally, figure four, and Yo is absolutely fucked. But he uses uh, the power of boredom to get to the ropes. And uh, there's a missed moonsault, and Yo hits a super kick. Dra- Dragon suplex for two. Kanemaru pins Yo for like an eight count here and gets the win. It's so funny. He pins Yo, and like, no one's counting. And so then... You know, I guess it's Chump. No, it's probably Red Shoe sees the count and walks over and starts counting. So he ends up pinning him for like an eight count, which is awesome. So it's with a two stage crazy roll up. Kanamar wins. This helps Wato and eliminates Yo. Wato's now in the semifinals and will face either Bailey or Teton, I, I believe, at this point. Luke, how did you feel when Kanamaru destroyed Yo's leg? uh
1: Elated, excited, very happy, amazing uh see this is another reason why you don't want why I don't want to look at the uh cards at the end of the uh tournament because I'd see a match like this and I'd be like oh man yo's doing well oh fuck me see to be in the finals oh shit <laughs> and uh, I guess this is a pretty good finish for your state of mind and mine that uh Katamaru actually wins this match because <laughs> we don't have to listen to high pitched falsetto Luke going what are we doing yeah, so this match made me really happy. It's a surprise win for me because I expected Yo to win and just crush my hopes and dreams of him not being in the finals. But Kanemaru, Fought just five guys, they've got my back, and uh, Yo loses. So I was, dude, I was over the fucking moon. Like I marked out because as soon as like Kanemaru missed that moon I was like, ah oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. But no, that extra stank pin for the win, and uh, I was just, like, I jumped out of my seat and screamed, and I messaged you straight away, going like, yay, Katamaru! So, yes, I was very happy. (sighs) It's like, over the moon, JY just won the world title, kind of happy, you know, so. uh, (laughs) But here we go, Jesus Christ. I was actually going to, if you weren't going to give me this last, I was actually going to ask for it. But uh, it is uh, Robbie Eagles versus El Desperado. Holy shit. There's a handshake to start. And uh, do I do I like mat wrestling? Yeah. Yep. Robbie does his, his chant in and out in, in a league submission, which is funny. But uh, oh, Rob, Robbie Robbie gets his chant in, sorry, and uh, a little later on in a oh. league submission, Despy's taunting was- him. So it
2: wasn't it wasn't uh, Robbie that got his chin and it was that drunk fan. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's great.
1: So what I like is Despy has has Robbie in a leg submission and Despy's like, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. And Robbie's like, piss off. Great. More of leg submissions from El Desperado and and Robbie makes it to the ropes. In fact, uh, uh, Despy's not letting go. And so Robbie screams (laughs) at shoes, do your job, which is fucking awesome. And Desby's asking if Robbie, are you okay, mate? You he's right? like, are you
2: okay? That was, it was so
1: and funny. As he's, he's like, asking okay, Robbie bro. if he's okay, Red Shoes can't see it from this angle, but he's doing the extra stank by putting his yes. knuckles into Robbie's knees and shit. Are you all right, mate? You all right? He's like Bang, on bang, bang.
2: What? Oh. You okay? <laughs> That's, isn't that amazing? Like, how much Desperado can emote, like, especially that, like, Big brother energy, I guess you'd call it. You know what I yes. mean? That's like he's so good at that, man, and it's it's awesome. That you are you were right, You were mate. All
1: right. That's definitely a big brother going to a little brother. You're like,
2: oh, are you're right, little brother. Like you're
1: right, yeah. It's def- that's definitely what that was. I loved it. <laughs> There's a fight on the outside, and Robbie sends Despy ribs first into the ring post. That was a really cool bump by uh, Despy. Robbie hits. He does his Robbie chant. As he fucks Desby's knee. Uh, De- <laughs> Desby punishes him some more, but uh, Robbie puts on, uh, I'll just do it normal, the Ron Miller special. Uh, Desby makes it to the ropes really fast. I, I just want to gush about this match, so I'm just going to play it straight. Sorry, it be boring. <laughs> he makes the ropes fast. Robbie tries to hit his moves, but there's a spine buster at a numero dose. And uh, Robbie is able to power out of it and hit double knees in the corner. And. Uh, <clears throat> That's when uh, Robbie decides, you know what, oh, maybe, uh, maybe I should just start slapping Despy in the face. Just <laughs> of to slap him in the face. <laughs> he gets he gets Ron Miller on again, though. Despy barely makes it to the ropes. Robbie kicks the shit out of Despy. But, all right. How the fuck they do this? <laughs> like, what Robbie will do is he'll kick someone as they're kneeling in the chest like two or three times, then bounces off the ropes and kick him again, right? So he kicks the shit out of De- Despie, he bounces off the ropes, and one of the most amazing mid-air dragon screws I've ever seen takes place. And I'm just like, what the fuck was that? That timing from both men was just insane. What the hell was that? There's a guitaro and a numero dose, but oh Robbie's doing his power-out thing. Only to get some kind of reverse bastard driver thing put on him, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, that,
2: Luke, that's the ass to mouth. He got hit by the ass to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> awesome. I can't believe that oh showed up God. in a match. It was great.
1: I uh, like, and the end is really cool too. Robbie is fighting a de- well, the nest, the uh, numero dos and starts trying to kick Despi. Fuck you, and Despi's like, fuck you. And Numero dos, the kind of brutal one that he kind of put on uh, Akira at the end of the uh, Akira, Francesco-Akira match. And Robbie has to tap out. I loved that match. I'm also, yes, I'm gutted and heartbroken that Robbie's not in the finals. And Robbie's like, motherfucker, you better win. You better win. And I... Talk about, like, I I can't think of anyone else in this whole tournament. Like, you could probably name a wrestler or two if you can go for it. But from in my book, nobody looked as good in a win. Nobody looked as good in a loss this whole tournament as Robbie Eagles did. All of his losses were fucking fantastic. And this is just another one. Like, he's over and he lost and it's heartbreaking. And... Uh, he, I guess he doesn't want to be called like the MVP because like he didn't win it and all that. But I'm sorry, Robbie. Fuck you. <laughs> you're the MVP man. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to wear that badge and uh, wear it with pride because holy shit, this was amazing. Definitely.
2: With that win, Desperados now in the finals, and I guess we'll talk about it in a minute whether he's—I I believe he's—he's he's up against Teton, I think. So uh, yes, he is and water versus Bailey so that'll be fun um and let's talk about these two wrestlers this match was awesome structure wise it was interesting in like it it reminded me of the Akira match a little bit but Desperado at times was in the Akira spot towards the end right and I don't know there were some interesting things here I also just have to give uh Desperado so much respect for the Ishii structures that his match have I mean this match had all of the like the like talk about that that like magic or that giant uh dragon screw there at the end of the like running one so that was you know new japan their main events have these like kind of structures to them and in particular the strong style structure kind of involves a big move like that at that spot in the match like for example we've seen okada hit uh will osprey with a running power bomb right at that same part of a match right and and, and so it's like a similar kind of thing that we've seen in big matches in new Japan. And like, I really feel like the desperado is the keeper of that structure in the juniors. Like he's, he's the one guy that's going to wrestle that, that match and just fucking crush it. Like Ishi does every time. And so I just, I don't know, man, so much respect to him. If you look at what he was able to do in this tournament and who he was able to put over, I mean, not saying that it's hard to put other guys over. I'm just saying, you know, that's, wrestling's an unselfish thing. The more unselfish the people are, the better it is. Both these wrestlers are extremely giving, and you could tell by how awesome their opponents looked. It sounds simple, because it kind of is. And so (laughs) if somebody looks awesome, look at who's across from them. And so we just see that both these guys kind of put it on the line here. Now, let's talk about Robbie Eagles. So we heard at the top of the show this just part of, his promo after this loss right and it's like it reminds me quite a bit of that time jay white lost to Ibushi and just fucking cut the best promo i've ever heard in my life and that's kind of what robbie did here he kind of took that spot here and it was incredible and you know the points he makes are just awesome i just i urge you to kind of look at his work a little deeper You know, if you, you know, if you're like, I was maybe a year, year and a half ago, look at his work a little deeper and start to realize that he's just a very unselfish wrestler. And that's why all his matches are awesome. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, man, guys like that make me happy. They they are what pro wrestling is all about. And I just, I just feel like ending the tournament on this match and how, just tremendous these guys do you know as you're responsible in that spot to do what these guys did and they went above and beyond i had my notes said the bond scott special but um but other than that nice. I, I agree with everything that you said luke so tremendous stuff
1: uh this might be some of my favorite despi shit i've always liked El oh, Desperado, but incorporating some of this ishi stuff as well as when doing submissions some of that suzuki brutality like that kind of And he's still very much El Desperado doing El Desperado stuff, but just incorporating some of that Ishii stuff as well as some of that Suzuki stuff, that's my shit. I love it. Like This is some of my favorite El Desperado. Uh, I remember his title match a while back with Yo. I I didn't like it, so I wasn't looking forward to their singles match this tournament. It was awesome. It was. Like... And I can just imagine Robbie being like, oh, I've got to lose to Dan Maloney and rather than being pissed off about it, he's like, hey Dan let's do the biggest driller killer we've ever seen. Okay. Like that kind of unselfish I'm giving. Let's, let's let's go out there and make... It. I just I'm watching Robbie and Despie and I'm thinking to myself, these guys are fucking having a great time wrestling each other. I know they're acting like they're selling and they're hurting each other and fuck you, no, fuck you. But <clears throat> these guys love wrestling together. Like I can just it just screams out to me that these guys love spending 20 minutes in the ring doing their thing and just pulling out some shit and telling a really good story uh, i want to see it again please i know I, I need it yeah
2: this tournament's called best of the super juniors that's what we got so i'm excited to see the finals so we obviously have uh one more Night of uh, best of the super juniors, uh, you know, action with the semifinals, which will be here real soon. And, um, yep. you know, but then we get the finals and, you know, at Dominion or whatever, what do they do? Then there's finals, then it's the winner gives the I Dominion think... and faces Harumu. That's how it works. Yeah, so, I think so. Okay. Well, either way, we still got some more left, but man, this tournament's been awesome and it's definitely been best of the super juniors 30.
1: That's right. And, uh, I figured like before we get to the Oh, the uh, the Wrestler Diary stuff. I think it might be nice to just have a nice, quick little run through the card because some wrestlers are returning, and it's really nice. We've got uh, Fujita. Yep. Fajita and Eagles versus Gato and, and yep. Clark. With,
2: yep. yep. Hanma's coming back, and you say yep? Hummer. I was getting to that. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> him said you said that. <laughs> Shut up.
1: I like me some Hymer when you know it. It's Hanra uh, and Yano. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. Versus uh, Hanare and the Great Okan. So, like, it would be nice for Homme to tag with someone that uh, won't just, like, tag out so Homme can cop a beating. So, uh, that's yeah, nice.
2: Yana got, will uh... absolutely do that. What do you mean?
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. He definitely will do that, even more than uh Yeah, but uh, I won't hate him for it as I do uh, Makabe because Makabe strikes me as someone who's, like, Homme's like, best friend ever and and still, like, yeah. Anyway, after that, thank you, Charity. Oh, she just got me coffee. Uh, after that, yeah. we got uh, Ryusuke Toguchi, Kevin Knight, and Kushida versus Dan Maloney, Akira, and T G P So, uh, yes, please. Also, you notice that match? Catch-2-2 two, two on one side, Kushida yeah. and Kevin Knight on the other. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah.
2: Take it easy. I, know,
1: I know everyone beat Kushida and Kevin Knight, and so everyone deserves, like, a fucking title shot against those motherfuckers. But uh, catch-2-2, two, two, please. Please. Yeah. Please.
2: That might be one of these like quick matches where TJP just you know beats Kevin Knight, you know, or Akira does, you know. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That'll be interesting.
1: We've got uh, oh fuck me. Oh, we knew this was happening because <laughs> Aussie Open injured, but fuck yeah. me, Christ on it. Like Christ uh, on a cross. Uh, <laughs> put me on it. Always look on the bright side Leo. of life. <laughs> I have to for this match because it's Leo Rush. I don't have an offensive layer rush, but you are in a team with Yo Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto Ooh. versus House of Torture in the never-ending feud. Uh, but uh, <sighs> see, this feud, would, this title match feud was working for me because you had Aussie Open to kind of like be in the mix and now they're not in the mix. And now it's just another House of Torture chaos feud. And I'm like, man, you've just given me like, a whole tour where I've, where new fans who have just been shitting on House of Torture this whole time have just been, like, turning on them and being like, oh, they're pulling out some fun stuff now. And then the thing that everyone is – then what they're doing now is, like, the reason I feel like most people might not like House of Torture so much is because it's never-ending chaos fights. But anyway, next we've got <laughs> the 6 men never-champs Ishii Tanahashi and Okada, I wonder if Ishii and Tanah can get along, versus Bolton Oleg, Oscar, Lueb, and Shota, Umino. And uh, then we've got some, uh, Just Five Guys, LIJ action, we'll get up to my veins, there's, uh, Doki, Katamaru, Taichi, and Sonata, versus Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo, and Tetsuya Naito. And then we've got our two final matches, which, uh, yep, if you had told me these would be the final matches at the start of the tournament, I might have been like, oh, Really? But here I've we are at the like, end of the tournament, awesome. and Go Watto.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. But here we are at the end of the tournament. I'm like, Wato Mike Bailey is going to be a great time. You have got some kicky stuff, and Wato can as shown. He can, unlike other moves of his that are maybe a little take a little too much time to put on all that kind of stuff. He can hit that high ankle German from anywhere. So that's going to be a good time. And Despy T10, holy yeah. shit!
2: Main event, their main event, and then the masks. That's pretty cool. I uh, I also think that uh, it's interesting that we have Bolton Oleg and Oscar Lube with Shota Umino versus Tanahashi, Okada, and Ishii. Man, Tanahashi and Okada are going to be so—I mean, like Ishii, we already know. But, like, they're going to be so mad at the Young Lions for existing.
1: Dude, they're going to you know? treat they're... Umino like he is Oscar Lube or right. Bolton Oleg. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And then you've got, like, that extra thing of Ishii doesn't like Tanahashi— right Man. i mean i i remember after a match ishii just like wanted to punch uh kota ibushi What's so badly daddy, daddy daddy he it on the way to punch kota ibushi he punched the shit out of tanahashi first so you know as you do as you do so uh <clears throat> gonna be a great show i'm looking forward to it good to see so many heavies back we've got the champ back shingo's back baby all this kind of stuff. So uh hell yeah. We've got uh uh the man who makes the rules back as well, Mr. Aaron Henari. Yeah. So
2: right. good he to makes see him the back. Rules.
1: He definitely makes the uh, never open podcast rules, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. He says jump and we're like, uh where and how high? You know, you gotta yeah. ask both the questions. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's why we're so awesome. But yes, that'll be that night. <clears throat> and because we haven't run too over long. We only had two shows to cover. And it wasn't 20 matches quite. I don't know, I don't We're really done think, with that, Luke. I no don't more really of that. count the tags as much. But here we are. It's diary time. And it's part. It's one of the episodes, uh, one of the uh, backlog that we've had. Uh, our good uh, friend and listener Jay uh, sent us a whole bunch of them. And here's another one. It's dated from April 22nd, 2023. And oh, by the way, before I get into this diary, I had a because you know I get uh, uh, emails from the token shop in New Japan like about merch and all this kind of stuff. One of them was about the brand new diary series by Rennerita and Shota Umino. Subscribe now to catch their first ever diary entries. Wow. So, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a new thing that happened. I saw that alert. Um,
2: I hope that Shota Ubinos is like, man, fuck Okada.
1: <laughs> man, imagine if it's both like the, both these young lions and diaries, it's like,
2: what is kind Okada of <laughs> me?
1: <laughs> All right. So it is Yoshinobu Katamaru, whose last diary entry was spectacular. Just, uh, Throwing Molotovs left, right, and center. All right, we might have made that part up. But uh, here it is. I spent April 14 to April 18 in the United States. It's been about a year. This time was in Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia. Two matches total. Last time I had a lot of trouble with my fight, so I ended up staying for a while there. I wonder if it will be okay this time. We departed from An- Anita. One hour after boarding... The flight still hasn't departed i was just starting to get worried when the flight suddenly departed and it was smooth sailing from <laughs> what to dc
2: that is not
1: i'm just imagining katamara is not too worried because by the time the plane's already taken off he's already had 10 santoria surprises
2: yeah but, he's uh, got one in his pocket i i just can't believe that that sentence exists he's like i was on the plane it hadn't departed then it departed
1: <laughs> yep Katamaro's keeping it real. Well,
2: he's like, how many characters does this have to be? Okay, yeah. Here, let me me put some few sentences in here that don't mean anything. Yeah. The next
1: day, I had my match. As I was coming from behind the curtain, I could hear the crowd chanting for just five guys. This was a surprising different reaction than in Japan. During the match, I was reminded that overseas fans have a different way of joining the game than Japanese fans. After the match... I went to that place with Sonata. I knew we had to go there, but it was too late and the place was closed. Oh. And underneath is a photo of Sonata and Katamaru doing their thumb thing outside a Five Guys Burgers. I've seen them in England. I think they have them there, but they don't have them in Australia. I never had. I never went there.
2: It's not very good. Their their well, their gimmick their gimmick is a lot. You get a lot, but it's it's not great.
1: Right. Awesome. And uh, there's a couple more photos, more touristy photos from his trip, a trip to America. Then the next day, we went to Philadelphia. The fan response was good at this venue as well. The next day, we went back to Japan. <laughs> well, wow. Man, that was a whirlwind of amazingness. Yeah, I went to America, man. had some matches, five guys were shut, fucked off home. The ne- <laughs> next day, we went back to Japan. Well, I hope we'll have a trouble-free trip. Light trip back home. Whoa. Transit went well. We boarded the plane and we were ready to go. We made it to the runway, but it didn't seem to be going anywhere. At that time, an announcement was made that there was some kind of safety trouble with the plane and they needed to check it. What? Again? I had a bad feeling, but the inspection was over without incident and nothing seemed to have happened. The return ship took (laughs) 14.5. 14.15 14.15 hours to arrive in Japan. Woo! At least I got home safe. This whole fucking email was just like fucking planes. Oh, there's no problem. This game. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> That's kind of what a drunk person, how a drunk person Dude, reacts, though, right? Your
1: response to this diary entry was, in my opinion, I don't know it to be true, but I don't know it for a fact, but I know it to be true. That was his thought process. Ah, oh, fuck! I've got to do another one of these stupid fucking things. Fine. Yeah. Episode forty one again. Picture of his boobs. <laughs> I went on an airplane. Nothing happened. Where's an American? Leave me alone. Fuck off back home.
2: I I love it's great because he's like there's like I think that whoever translated this probably added some punctuation too because it's like you know I went to that place with Sonata. You know it's like but, but I don't think Cannamaro ever raises his voice except no. when he's la- laughing or, or he's telling, he's telling. Yeah, telling somebody to fuck off, and but still it's more like, hey, fuck off. It's more like that, you know what I mean? So, But it's funny, it's like, the next day we went back to Japan! <laughs> that's how it's written. <laughs> so,
1: that's funny. What we do know about Kanemaru, though, uh, that any slight inconvenience on planes, and he freaks the fuck out. So uh, I hope oh. Sonata was sitting a few rows behind him or in front of him or in a different area. Because otherwise he'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake again!
2: <laughs> Chill out, man. Well, he, the name of this thing was again, but uh he also he freaks out very briefly. It's like, what the? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. The fuck's going on?
1: Oh, everything's fine. It's 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 a good man. All right, cool. That's uh that's our second Katamaru. and uh <clears throat> actually I'm saying like the first one was funnier, but this one was funny too. It's just like <clears throat> so banal, but. So Kanemara at the same time, like I, I, in my head, as soon as you said it, this whole email, just, just like this whole diary entry, just fell into place about what it was. And then what you added to it was like, like I can imagine the translator being like, "Fucking hell, this is dry as fuck." All right, exclamation point here, question mark right. right there, semicolon <laughs> here, dot dot dot. All right, now that now that reads a little bit more exciting, you know. So rather, yeah, so. Oh, and sometimes I think like with some of the translations, like it's mostly pretty well translated, but sometimes I'll read it. I'm like, that's a little tongue twisty. Or did they not read this out loud before they translated it and maybe like switch it around a little bit, but it's fine. That's part of the fun of these diaries, isn't it? Uh, You know, the translation, the, uh, the content, all that kind of stuff. So another winner, we do appreciate it. We have one more in the backlog. Uh, which is uh, really cool. So we'll probably uh, get to that at some point. I'm not, just, I'm, not, I'm not saying the finals will get to it, but we'll get to it at some point.
2: I can't wait to hear these, you know, Shota Umino and Ren ones, man. Holy shit. Tanahashi's such a jerk. He says he's, he, he, always, he's never tired, but I always see him sleeping on the bus. <laughs> dude,
1: you can tell who who's like into doing these and who really isn't because Just going by the the titles here, I've got, uh, uh, unless they start at different times, but after, like, you've got Episode 41 by Kanemaru, again. Then you go to Bushi, and it's April 24th, so it's around the same time, but it's Episode 248. So someone enjoys writing these, and the other guy is Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Yeah,
2: he's contractually obligated, so...
1: Yeah. Whereas like uh, some of these guys are, might maybe like to write a bit of diary journal entries anyway. Whereas uh, Katamara is just like, oh fuck, I didn't read the fine print. Next contract. Yeah. Uh, yeah can that, I get out that of that the Tanah-
2: Tanahashi one that we uh, we read. He was like literally was like, oh, I totally forgot about this. Let me make some shit up. And that's kind of that's like how it started. So.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. That oh, so that was fun. It's nice to get to these diaries again, because um, you said it best in a message to me last night. This is both uh, the best and most grueling Best of the Super Juniors we've probably covered.
2: Yeah. I I loved and hated the new format with the, like, you know, compressed schedule. Because normally this would have taken two weeks, and it it was, like, a week and a half. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, usually the, the ten shows will be over two weeks, like two full weeks and there's like two three shows two days off two three shows one day off two three shows two days off and like this year was like everything was at once all because they didn't have as many shows they had they didn't have the tag matches and so it was just pure best of super juniors which i really enjoyed however i feel like i missed a lot of stuff because there was so much going on you know Mostly, like, life outside of wrestling is what I missed, but also stuff within it as well. (laughs) Yeah.
1: At the start of this tournament, I was like, sweet, no preview tags. That's awesome. And then we do a show where we recover 30 matches, and then a show where we recover 40 matches, and I'm just like, bring back preview tags. Please, God, bring them back. Where's Hanma? (laughs) Yeah, where's Hanma at? Uh, (laughs) So... Yeah, because you know we you know damn well we're getting a straight month of the best of the super juniors, but nope they uh, sorry did G one, but they put the best of super juniors in two weeks. Oh <sighs> yeah, not Let's only was that, that grueling, exhausting for me, it was even more so for you, and it was even more so times ten or a hundred or a million for the boys. So you know, I'm tired even because even though this is more of like a prime time tournament for me, it's still like. There's a lot of it, and so behind on all my TVs, Mr. Guy. Excuse me, a bit.
2: Yeah. <sighs> That's what I bet. Yeah. Well, was. I'll tell you what, I would recommend a couple pieces of content if you guys are, you know, if you didn't get enough of the best of Super Juniors. Uh, Mike Bailey has been doing J- like Japan vlogs the whole time. I hate that word, but he's been doing mm. those on his YouTube channel, and they're awesome. And, uh, you know, he talks about wrestling and stuff, he doesn't just talk about planes and stuff, but he does talk about those as well. but it's those are really cool. And also, you know, uh, we don't usually like pimp other podcasts because they don't do it for us, but the the stiff boys as they like to be called, which I don't know guys. Um, but uh, those guys have um, you know the, the whatever's it work, we work stiff, those guys. if you look at their Twitter, you'll you'll see the full, I think I think it's the full Robbie Eagles uh, promo if you want to watch that or watch it on new japan world but you know give those guys a, a like they're nice guys
1: they are nice i've met them a couple times too they're lovely and uh and all that kind of stuff so uh, it's funny too because like at the end of the second tomashi show like uh, a fan of theirs asked me to take a photo of themselves with the stiff boys so i i, I kind of had a chuckle to myself that the host of the never open podcast took a photo of this guy <laughs> with the stiff boys so uh i had That's a funny. a good yeah. inward chuckle about that so uh yeah.
2: yeah it was nice they're nice so you know all that stuff all the um, rest of the podcast can fuck off but those guys are okay
1: yeah we're not nice though so uh you know you, i guess you can tell that by uh the amount of f-bombs it's like uh, blink 182 would have to change their name after listening to our podcast blink 5,980 fucks. Don't they get their name because of how many fucks there are in Scarface?
2: Dude, I don't give a shit about (laughs) Blanky.
1: No, I mean, me too. But I do like the story that they got their name, the 182, from uh, the amount of F-bombs that uh, Al Pacino drops in Scarface. Anyway, this is all bullshit preamble because I'm just like, oh, the show's over. 40-match show. Yay, the show's over. Uh, This show, I'm just like, oh. But, yeah. Anyway... Uh unless Mr. Guy has anything he'd like to add.
2: Blink one eighty two is trash. Oh, it's the first time he's had something to add.
1: Love it. And he's right too.
2: Ingato. Oh, we trust.